Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode is podcast contributor Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Becky. Hi, everyone. On this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing The Boss Project by Vi Keeland. Um, So let's get into the synopsis so we can tell everyone what we think. Okay. The first time I met Merrick Crawford was during my job interview. Well, technically, I'd met him 20 minutes earlier when he barged into a fitting room a few doors down from my appointment. I yelled, he yelled, after an argument while standing in my bra, I proceeded to smash the door into the gorgeous jerk, trying to yank it shut. As you might imagine, I was freaked out when I discovered that the rude guy was my potential new boss. Yet he didn't seem to recognize me, or so I thought, until we wound up bickering again during my interview and he told me to go sniff my armpit. Okay, so maybe I hadn't exactly been changing when he walked in on me. In my defense, I'd been stuck on a hot train for two hours and wanted to make sure I didn't smell. I obviously didn't expect to get the job, but somehow an invitation to a second interview arrived in my inbox. Before I left, I asked to see Merrick. I needed to know why I was even in consideration after our disastrous start. Turned out Merrick only wanted to hire me because I was the least competent candidate. It seemed his board was making him fill the position against his wishes. I didn't really want to work in a place where my boss expected me to fail, but I figured maybe I'd enjoy proving him wrong. It was a little thing I dubbed the boss project. What I wasn't prepared for was that there would be other things I'd enjoy doing to Merrick Crawford. Getting involved with the boss wasn't the smartest choice, but you know what they say about choices. Some we regret, some we are proud of. I just had no idea where this one was going to land. So this released on July 11th of 2022. It is co-workers, close proximity, meet cute, and second chance at love. And really, it's a second chance of love for both these characters. Um, Merrick, he has a lot of baggage. Um, And uh, Miss Evie, Vaughn, she she did something. She's gone viral. Not she for has, good reasons. No. Um, and Vi has been teasing it on her TikTok for months. Basically, there is she found the night before her wedding, she accidentally recorded her fiance having sex with the maid of honor in the bridal suite. Oops. Oops. And she okay, so this is the piece, this piece kind of bugged me a little bit. She went through the wedding married him and then shares the video at the wedding reception yes with all their friends and family all their friends and family there um so yeah and and the video is like porn and is all over the place and because of that video evie's actually being sued by her ex-husband former fiance, the groom, um, because he's trying to claim that it was defamation. Moreover, she's lost her job because she was working for his company. She moved to a city at his bidding and her life has kind of just turned into a dumpster fire. It really is a dumpster. She's living with her sister and brother-in-law who 
And I want to say this side piece. I found this sister to be a very interesting character, and I really liked her. And I would have liked, I almost liked her more than I liked Evie. I would have loved their story. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was hilarious, like, because as Evie meets Merrick, one of the things the sister is, like, in the middle of looking for sperm donors because her husband has some infertility issues. And um, she's, like, screaming, can can you get the job and as a sign-on bonus a cup of sperm? And, I was like, this and it becomes kind of a standing joke it does it was so funny it was so funny but let's talk about their meet cute between merrick and evie because that was pretty delightful and funny so evie has kind of she's just kind of hit rock bottom she has lost any hope she's been on basically a tour of failed interviews yeah um, and she's going to her last interview with merrick she knew you know, her last interview was a disaster and she's sitting on the train eating cherries for two hours covered in cherry juice on the way to her next interview. So she has a little bit of time after getting off the train and she decides that she needs to get a new blouse because um, she's destroyed her blouse and she just looks like a hot mess. She needs to clean up, get a little less stinky and get a new t-shirt. <laughs> And she goes to this boutique and finds a shirt and goes into the dressing room. And while she's in the dressing room, she realizes that I've been on the train for two hours stuck without air conditioning and it's summer. Maybe I smell. She takes a wet wipe like from a wing place. So it smells like lemon pledge and wipes down her pits. And in the middle of doing that, a dude barges into the, to the dressing room and she is all huffy. Like, what are you doing? Slams the door in his face. But before all that happens, she realized that, wow, dude's kind of attractive, like really attractive. And things happen. She goes to the interview, gets through the entire interview process, and he does not mention that he is the one that barged into her or that she was in the men's dressing room and not the ladies. Until the very end. He makes a comment about, do your armpits still smell fresh like lemons? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that was not nice. No. He's it was just so funny. It really set the bar for their relationship because at first they had a very rocky start. It, Yeah, it did. They did have some funny moments between them. And actually, I think another great character in this book is Merrick's grandmother, Kitty. Kitty, she's a hoot. And she set Merrick and Evie up. She told Evie to apply for this job with Merrick's company because his board of directors have forced him, have forced him to hire a therapist in his office because he has been told that he has a um, volatile work environment. People are not happy. They're leaving the company. And the board thinks that this might be a way if there's an in-house therapist that can help people have someone to talk to, they can go to mediate problems that this might not, this might help employee, employee retention, but also like how happy you are in the workplace. But, um, Merrick does not want it. No. 
he doesn't think it'll work. He doesn't see the value in it. And it's kind of become his pet project to hire Evie, the least qualified candidate, because he wants this initiative to fail. He does. And I I get wanting them to work together, like the close proximity of the story and all of that stuff. I don't know how well it fit. I think it would be very awkward given what her position was within the company and what his position was within the company and them dating. I think that it just, I don't know. I had a hard time kind of believing that those pieces of it. Yeah. So the, the workplace piece, the conflict of interest there was very real. And I like that it wasn't downplayed. Like Evie really didn't want anything to do with a relationship with Merrick because she'd just been in a relationship with someone she worked with. It blew up epically. Um, moreover, like she has no real security in her life right now. She doesn't expect this job to really pan out long-term and the idea, like her, the idea for her of getting involved with Merrick, like she's so committed to doing a good job that it just, it really, a lot, like ethically, she really struggles with that. There are some other things at play too in this story that I also find incredibly interesting because, so Merrick in the workplace, Merrick has some baggage that has to do with the building of his company and a former coworker. And I don't want to spoil Merrick's journey and his heartache. Cause I think that that plays a big piece into why he is the way that he is. Um, his heartache was very real, but I'm not sure I love how it played out. I think for me, that is probably my one complaint with the story. It started out very rom-com, very strong rom-com. Yeah. And then you get, you, as the story progresses through flashbacks, Merrick, ha Merrick is the only one who has flashbacks in the story. You, you know, the relationship with Evie and Merrick is progressing um, wow. and he continually has flashbacks where you learn more and more and more about his traumatic past with his business partner um, that he started as firm with. And, it gets more and more emotional as the story goes on. Um, and I, you know, the way the story started off reading, reading like a rom-com at the beginning, I was not prepared for that. I did not I, expect that. You get hints of it, like, you know, something is going on, but then when it kind of blows up at the end, um, towards the end, it's a lot more than you, you'd expected it to be. I really thought that the dynamic was like, I really thought that the, external forces at play the third act kind of stuff was going to play out when grandma kitty has some health issues and they both run to georgia to be with grandma kitty and i didn't think anything was going to happen to grandma kitty i just thought that you know forced proximity at that point you know i have real feelings for you wait i know there's some workplace stuff going on i just i didn't expect the other emotional ending pieces and it at times it almost felt like two different stories like there was a first half and a second half so like up and until grandma kitty gets out of the hospital like it's one story and it was great i loved it then the second half i kind of got lost a little bit 
but I didn't hate it. I loved it. I think it's a, you know, in a star rating situation, it's a solid four stars. I agree. I really like the book. Um, I just wasn't, I was kind of taken by surprise by how things panned out with Nick. And then exactly like how, I mean, how the, the conflicts between him and Evie, you know, the romantic conflict came about like the trigger for that. It was very unexpected, very out of the blue. And my heart was just so broken for Evie because like, whereas with her marriage, like when, when her wedding blew up in her face, she knew what had happened and why, whereas like Merrick just completely caught her off guard. Like they were at the love stage and he just shuts down. Yeah. He didn't with no warning. You come to find out very quickly that he had not been as honest and as open with her and his past as she had been about hers. And that kind of threw the balance and the dynamic of their story off a little bit too. At the same time, I do think it was fairly realistic because Merrick had basically been a shell of a person for three years, just dedicated to his work. He was running his life and his company into the ground by his persistence to work and the poor culture he was creating um, in response to his grief. And I think like from that perspective, it was a little bit realistic. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Maybe not to my preference. (laughs) Yeah. There was, you know what? You're right. I feel like if you look at it as the standpoint of this was Merrick's grief and that he was kind of still within stages of grief because he completely shuts down when confronted with, you know, facing his grief in that moment with Evie, his responses were very real and very much like human very and i mean a lot of it too like i see completely why evie's caught off guard because merrick is the one pushing the envelope with their relationship he's the one encouraging her to look beyond the conflict of interest and to make things work and to give it a shot and then for him to like he's he's really putting himself out there with evie because he feels something for her and it's the first time he's done this in a long time. And he's just not, he's moving at a pace beyond what I think he was emotionally ready for. So I think in that sense, it reads realistic. Um, And I really like that about it. I agree. Poor Evie, man, like that, that poor woman. (laughs) Yeah. Luck was not on her side and her history. So she has a really in-depth history also. And I didn't, share content trigger warnings but there are some content and trigger warnings that we should note there is grief there is um evie's father was abusive to her mother so there is mentions of past domestic violence and um so yeah there now you say that like there's a lot of emotion in that second half of the book and she packed it with a pretty profound punch too for us she did um, I think she's an amazing writer though. So, I mean, she is, and Kitty is like a constant source of comedic relief. Yeah. She does Kitty bring the joy. The star of the show. Well, and the best friend, Merrick's best friend, the guy, um, I can't think of his name at the moment. Well, well. Yeah, he was fantastic too. He like kind of is like, yeah, I know not my story to tell just remember you know you're doing all the right things and i really liked him too i did like him a lot too 
I liked him too. Okay, so Lindsay, did you like the book? I did. I really enjoyed it. Um, I too enjoyed this book and I liked it. Um, who would typically like the book? I don't know how to recommend the book because like, I definitely recommend the book, but it's a more emotional read. And I do not think the story is for everybody. No, I think there will be people who love it, but like, if you're a huge fan of rom-com, this is probably not going to be the book for you. No, it is a little bit more impactful than just a light, fun love story. Like there is a lot of emotion in, there's a lot going on in this story. Um, but V Keelan has a really profound way that she writes. So if you like contemporary romance, don't mind a little angst, but please do check content and trigger warnings before reading this book. So, um, but I think just straight contemporary romance readers would really like this book. Um, there is, you know, the side humor, but it does deal with quite a bit and there's some big feels within the story. Um, would you recommend this book? Yes very much i would too you know it's a it is a wide release so that it's 3.99 on amazon so it is a pay um but i think that it's worth it i think that it's such a well-written story that it is worth um giving it a try and if you haven't read v keelan um i think that this is you know it's a nice place to start yeah her stories are reliably good this one didn't knock it out of the park for me, but I still enjoyed it and I would still recommend it. And yeah. I think I agree with you. It's perfectly priced. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance. Thank you. Until, Until next, ne next time. <laughs> happy reading. Find us on Instagram at buzzing about romance or on Twitter at buzzing romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.